In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, science brings us to the midway point of Kool-Aid and beer. We've dug up extinct genetics to make meatballs out of mammoth. A Houston ice cream shop is getting spicy. And we cover Australian concert contraband that is honestly genius. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past Everything Podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Okay, usually at the beginning, we share a little tidbit about each other. See. In lieu of all of that, but taking up just as much time, mm. should we explain why we had a weird kind of throwback episode last week instead of a regular episode? Yeah. Yeah, I want to explain yeah, it. Yeah, do that, because I don't remember why already. So we recorded an episode pre-Mardi Gras, and then for whatever reason, I, we got sick and busy and all the things were happening. We yeah. just didn't go live with that episode. Yes. Then last week, we recorded oh, right. a whole-ass episode that was fun and current. And, and you were still sick while we were doing I it. I was like, still sick, and I was just like, you know what, I'm powering through it. And then it only recorded two minutes of the episode. And we didn't realize it recorded only two minutes until we were two minutes away from being fucking done. Like mm-hmm. we had gone through the entire thing. And we were you, doing our food high and yes, lows. You look down and then like you, you were looking at your computer doing the oh shit face. And I knew because that's happened to us, I think twice before where yeah. we've recorded entire episodes and then come to realize that for whatever reason did not record. The program glitched out and, or it wasn't done properly. And you were sick. And I was like, we're not doing like just... I'll we're talk not to doing you later. Anything like you're again. like, I gotta go. I'm losing my voice already. This is insane. So, yeah, we just like threw like we like threw in the white flag. We're like, we're not doing this. Yeah. So that's why you got a weird throwback episode without yeah. much warning of it. So yeah. we got to let you pretend like you were back before yeah. Mardi Gras. I just like threw in the word from the archives and I was like, you know what? They'll listen and figure that it out. That makes us sound legit. Yeah. <laughs> the archives is one and now it's been released. So the archives is back to it's zero. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> the vault is now empty and closed. It's like an abandoned library. Oh, that's fantastic. It's but like yeah, you, that's, it's that's like in your hotel why. room. There's a safe, but there's nothing good there's, in there. There's nothing in there. Yeah. Literally nothing in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, so now that we got that out the way, he is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we'll call him PTE. He started the Pass the Everything Instagram that began us on this whole journey. And she's Ashley. My one, say, I'm so used to doing the intros with us having things, and that was the thing. And she's Ashley. She's my <laughs> wonderful co-host. Uh, her lends her talents uh, to the radio and to this podcast as well with her voice and with production. So since we're not bullshitting about ourselves now, it'll probably be a quicker episode. We say that, and then we're going to get so sidetracked with some of these stories in the scoop. Yeah, that, that's fair. It usually happens. Yeah. Um, I've got two sciencey stories about food things. Okay. Don't worry, though. They're not the kind that it's going to really bog you down with, like, okay. recent study shows, blah, 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 yeah. and make you think too hard. Yeah, it's a lot of words, and it's, yeah. late. it's getting late. It's too late for that. Okay. You like beer. Yeah, I love beer. You like Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm just telling I, you things I about yourself. I have Kool-Aid and like, oh my God, now that I think about it, I think the last time I had Kool-Aid was like in high school. But did you enjoy it? Yes, I love Kool-Aid. My, fav- is, my favorite was blue. How is Kool-Aid made? With powder and water. Yes. And then I still would add sugar to it because I was, I was disgusting. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were a kid on oh, crack. Oh, I was, yeah. yeah, I was all the way in. So this is like Kool-Aid 
beer mashup. You know how we talked before about how uh, our generation is in this like nostalgia mode with the hard Sunny D, for example, and all the food coming back. And um, this is like letting you be a child making Kool-Aid, but doing it with beer Mm. because powdered beer is now something that exists. Okay. Thanks to the sciency people at a German brewery, it would be German brewers. German as fuck. Innovate beer again. Mm -hmm. They plan to start selling it in a few months. They claim it tastes just like regular beer. The current version, though, is non-alcoholic. Oh. (laughs) So they're just doing like Heineken Zero, but with powder? This fucking sucks. I don't want any part of this. So apparently this is a thing that has been around for a minute. It works the same way as instant coffee, but this is exciting in the beer world because this one is carbonated, and that is a first. Oh, interesting. Okay. And this German brewery has been around since the 1500s. What's the name of it? Is it there? I just wanted to see if you could enunciate it. I don't speak German. I know. That's why I asked. (laughs) New Zeller Klosterbrau. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Somebody's gonna come for me and be like, "That was terrible." Yeah, it's actually just called Smith and Company. New <laughs> New Zella Klosterbrau. <laughs> They've been in the industry for like five hundred years, uh-huh. so I feel like they probably are experts. Okay, they say it looks and tastes just like regular beer. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't wrap my head around that. The carbonation part weirds me out. I'm like, what the fuck is in the powder to make the water also turn carbonated but also taste like beer? But the only version they have out doesn't have alcohol in it. But they say a boozy version, they're expected to have it ready in like the next few months. Okay. And they want to sell it globally. Uh Uh-huh. So this could be something that you buy yourself for a little like fun DIY beer night at home. Yeah. Powder in some water and make myself a beer. <laughs> you got something to make you a beer? And you're like, and I'm going to add more because I always have to do it more. Oh, my God. What if you just use two packets? Are you now drinking like a like two beers in one? Is that like technically like an imperial beer? You know what I'm saying? Like, is, right. Do you get more ABV? How does that work? Can you fuck it up if you don't do oh, the ratio right? Yeah. What if you want like a light beer so you do like half a packet? Like what I do with my liquid IVs. Right, or you um, don't know the difference between teaspoons and tablespoons, and you're like, this is weird, I made pudding. Which sometimes I do second-guess <laughs> myself on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go so wrong and yeah. so right in a lot of ways. So the thing that brings me over to the, huh, I could be into this, is, is the, the um, no, the environmental idea behind this. Oh, because for me, it's the beer. It's the beer. It's cheaper and easier to transport little packets mm-hmm. than... The weight of like a six beer pack. that's already made yeah. in cans with the you know liquid yeah. and all this stuff. It's heavier. It's this is something that could be brought out to bars. Yeah, save on eco cost or whatever of the transportation around the world. Like if if that German brewery made beer versus mm-hmm. making the packets. Yeah, how much more and how much more effect on the environment? Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. No offense. Don't really care about all that. I like like my beer. I like my beer. However, here's what I'm thinking. Powdered beer kegs. Think on it. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Explain your thoughts behind this. Uh, That's about uh, about as far as it went in my head. Um, Okay. (laughs) So you just, they sell you a keg. Full of the powder. And a a powder. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and they somehow have like scientifically listen in my mind if you can come up with a powder that you add just put in some water and it gives you a carbonated alcoholic beer that tastes like beer then you can also create like a tap that will like automatically pour the exact amount of powder you would need for like a 20 ounce pour mm-hmm. yeah powder beer kegs we're living in the Jetsons now, I think. I know. We're, I know. We need to email this, these guys and be like, hey, have you thought about powdered beer kegs? Because that would be pretty fucking sweet. And I know this isn't food related, but we still don't have fucking flying cars at this point. I'm very upset about that. I actually saw something in the news the other day about like, I forget which country was like testing out a flying car. I was like, I thought that was going to happen in the year 2000. And they also told us Y2K was a thing. And here I am. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's been ready. They just don't want to release it. Yeah, because no one's going to use a flying car. Oh, I would use a flying car for sure. I could read or take a nap on my way to work. You would totally crash into another flying car. Not if it's a good car. You have like the Tesla of flying cars. You just. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I have to bring. I could drink a powdered beer in my flying car and not be drunk driving because I'm I'm not even driving. You sound like you're drunk right now. You've been drinking powdered beer all night. Wait, so this is, okay, so I know it's like a little bit of an ADHD moment here, but I promise it ties into what you were talking about. Speaking of nostalgia, I have to share this with you, and I haven't shared that with you yet. Um, shout out to my buddy, Matt, who listened to the podcast. He went out and bought the Sunny D booze that we talked about on last episode. Oh, the Sunny D hard seltzer? Sent me a photo, and I was like, how is it? He was, I, I forget the exact uh, phrase he used, but dog shit. <gasps> So oh, there's no. one there's one particular complaint that he had that I I felt deeply and I know you're going to as well. I won't say it yet, but his first one was it tastes like shit. Okay. He's like, it's awful. Second one was, and quote, it's not even fucking orange. They it's did a they did a sunny clear? hard seltzer and it's clear. Okay, so I know most of the hard seltzers are clear, but Don't like give a fuck. This is sunny with D. Sunny D, that was the only way yeah. you knew it was quote an orange drink beverage yeah. or whatever they called it. When he sent that, I like that. I haven't felt a text like in my soul. I was like, it's not even. Fun. I was like, that is exactly how I would feel about this product. And I'm glad I didn't try it now because that was so upsetting to me. I was like, I cannot wait to tell Ashley. So if I want anything like that, I'll just go. Apparently, they still make regular Sunny D. I'll just get that and champagne. And yeah, you're way better off. That'll than buying be yeah. That shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, this podcast will not be brought to you by Hard Sunny D. Because no, it will not. Skewered it. Unless they did pay us, and I would be like, you know what's delicious? Hard Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's refreshingly clear. <laughs> it's so good. I don't even notice it's not orange. Yeah. <laughs> Just sell the fuck out. But thank you, Matt, for trying it for science <laughs> yeah. and for the sake of the rest of us. Because, I mean, we talked about it it's so excitedly, and now I and hate it's to it's available be... locally, and we just never went and did it. Well, it just means that we are now not responsible for anybody who listens to our podcast spending their money because yeah. Matt did it for you. Yeah, there you go. Guinea pig Matt. Guinea pig Matt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Make this man a t-shirt. Called GPM yeah. for short. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, another sciencey development. Uh, I saw this and I was like, what in the Jurassic Park are we doing here? Scientists have created a meatball out of woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. And you might say, Ashley, how did they do that? Because woolly mammoths haven't been around for like 10,000 years. Yeah, it's been a while. Ice ages, I believe. Yeah, they did it with science. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. I of, told you. I'm just thinking of Jesse from Breaking Bad. It's like, yo, science me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. It's this Australian company that, and they say this like, oh, obviously I'm supposed to know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Australian company that cultivates cells from the biopsies of unconventional animals to create better, more sustainable types of meat. Wow. Wow. It's a very specific. That sentence right there is already too What'd smart. What did you go to school for? It wasn't comms, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I was a comms major. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so far, this revolutionary food firm has investigated the lab-grown potential of 50 exotic species from alpaca. Sorry, alpaca. <laughs> I hope you took that in. It's so it's so exotic. <laughs> it's pronounced differently. <laughs> alpaca. You're trying to enunciate like an Australian would. I appreciate you wanting to give credit. To rise you. up lights. <laughs> yeah, rise up lights. <laughs> <laughs> from alpaca on the barbie. Never gets old with a peacock. <laughs> nope, that's not even Australian. I'm no, out. No, it's not. I'm yeah, out. You went British real quick. Alpaca to peacock in a bid to invent the perfect protein. So that's what they're trying to do. And so they're like, why don't we, instead of something alive and roaming around like alpacas and peacocks, mm-hmm. why don't we dig up some genetic material from a long extinct animal? I'm into it. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. I read into the science stuff a little bit more. It's like a lot of terms I don't really understand. They they employed the DNA sequence for mammoth myoglobin. All sure. I know is that DNA sequence is in any movie involving any kind of science. So I'm familiar with DNA right. sequencing because that's right. what you have to do in order to make the science. And then they filled in the missing information mm-hmm. with the closest living relative, an elephant, which, by the way, we Natural. don't eat. Oh. We don't eat. Other countries totally do, though. They do? Oh, yeah, they have to. There's oh, no way so they don't sad. eat elephant. Yeah, Elephants are the best. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Um, and then they input that formula into sheep stem cells. What the fuck? To replicate them and grow these 20 billion cells needed for synthesizing the meat. I need to know why sheep stem cells, that's not easy to say, <laughs> why, like that, why like that specifically had to be utilized in order to grow them. Like you're already tapping into the elephants and the ancestors. Now you have to DNA sequence my sheep. You're already doing too much yeah, doing when you stirred up much, a listen, long extinct animal. There's too much DNA sequencing going on. I've seen this a lot of times in the movies. You start like uploading the file to the computer and you see like the, the two strands and start circling around uh-huh. each other. You're, you're involving too many weird things and all this to make some fucking meatballs. And the meatball, I'm looking at a picture, is it looks like almost the size of this Australian man's head. I see now I really want to try this because that I would love because you know, every time I eat meatballs, I'm like, I wish I had more, even better, one giant one. And you wonder, like, oh, is this some weird publicity thing where you can like enter a contest to be the person who gets to try it? Is yeah. it like with the space race where now you can uh, make a bid and if you pay enough money, they'll let you go to the moon? Jeffrey like, Bezos has paid fifty million dollars to eat a mammoth to meatball. To eat the mammoth meatball. Rich people shit. Right. Um, no, scientists are hesitant to even try this. So it's going to a museum. So what did you do all that for? It's in the Smithsonian right now. (laughs) It's not even a museum I've ever heard of. It's going to be in some science-y museum in Amsterdam. Oh, what the fuck? It's like in the Louvre. I mean, obviously it's not in the Louvre. Right. I'm just laughing so hard picturing like next to the Mona Lisa as a mammoth meatball. (laughs) Like what the fuck have we been doing with our lives? Right. And here's something that I feel like you can probably empathize uh-huh. as someone who is lactose intolerant. Yes. We would probably be mammoth intolerant because our bodies haven't processed anything like this in, I don't know, tens of thousands of years yeah. or something. My ancestors like, this is delicious. Me, me present day. Right. I don't know what I'm doing with this mammoth meatball. So the science guy, mm-hmm. 
thought you were going to go, Bill, Bill. Bill, 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 yeah. <laughs> His name isn't Bill, but <laughs> I I'm, wish it was. I'm literally just going to call him science guy. Yeah. Uh, he's like, we haven't seen this protein for thousands of years. We have no idea how our immune system would react when we eat it. Probably yeah. shit your pants. Yeah, definitely going to shit your pants from the mammoth meatball. Right, and it's That's not nuts. just mammoth in the animal that it's synthesized, whatever. It's, it's also the size of this mammoth. Yeah, it is a mammoth, mammoth meatball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I want... Somebody, you know, like all those crazy protesters, like break in and like throw paint on a painting. I want somebody to break into this Amsterdam museum, and I want them to protest by like smashing the glass and taking a bite of the mammoth meatball. But I don't think the protesters would because they're so earth, whatever. Like maybe they would chew it and then spit it out to like prove a point. Yeah, yeah. This is why I think if you're DNA sequencing. Protesters, it's going to be unveiled this Thursday at Amsterdam's Nemo Science Museum. I want, man, a mammoth meatball. Y'all go find Nemo. Listen, those fucking (laughs) the museum. Those Australians, those are some uh, those those down down under fucks. They're kooky as shit. They are so crazy with the animals. They have like wombat season. Like if you like walk around a city, it's like, hey, by the way, be careful. They fly like out of the trees and like swoop at your head. That's a real thing. So they're always involved with like crazy animal shit. So I'm not surprised Australians who are like mammoth meatballs. The other one that I would have been more interested in, but they figured out was impossible. Mm-hmm. They wanted to create dodo nuggets. The fuck is a dodo nugget? Like a chicken nugget, but made from the extinct dodo bird. Wow. I love nuggets. Also, Dodo Nuggets sounds like a marketable name for a, right? Right. Dodo Nugs. <laughs> Dodo Nugs. Dodo Nugs. On the Barbie. No, I'm, I can't do <laughs> it. Rise Again, of Lights. No. All Rise of Lights, Dodo <laughs> Nugs. <laughs> but the extinct bird's genetic sequence didn't exist, so they couldn't play God with the Dodo They couldn't nugs. make chicken nuggets out of a, the extinct Dodo. It's right. unfortunate. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I love nuggets. Like, I would have tried that. That yeah. seems... You would eat extinct dodo. But you wouldn't try a mammoth meatball? I would try that. Maybe so. Some red sauce. I would feel bad because I think it's too close to an elephant. And I know elephants are like beautiful, intelligent creatures that have emotions. And they mourn for their dead. And they return to... They're just amazing. And I feel like I'd be eating... Elephant meatballs. Okay. I couldn't have to do it. Cry about it. just a hypothetical. I know. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a creation um, I am definitely out on. I'd like to know your thoughts. Okay. Assume hypothetically you've mm-hmm. taken a lactate pill. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to put you in the right mindset I'm that there. you're you're ready to I'm go. There. Um, there is over in Houston a company called Red Circle Ice Cream. Okay. And they have made crawfish ice cream. H-Town? I don't know why I just did that. (laughs) 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 H-Town? Now, this isn't a true article. I know they did a whole story on it on Fox 26 in Houston, and they want me to watch the frickin' video to learn more about it. Fuck them. I refuse. Yeah. I refuse. I also would refuse to try crawfish ice cream. Yeah, why don't you slap God in the face while you're at it, you sacrilegious piece of shit. It says our intrepid food reporter faced off with the ice cream flavor that everyone is talking about, crawfish. It was created by Red Circle Ice Cream, and it is exactly what you think it is. A disgusting ice cream that's trying to play off of your love of crawfish. Okay, all right, so that's your thoughts. Got it. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out 100%. Like... I know that I'm not from Louisiana, but there, like, I am a purist when it comes to crawfish. I just want to eat it 
Like, I want to eat crawfish, like how it's made. Give me the traditional form. I don't even like how Houston does, like, like I haven't t- tried the Vietnamese style of crawfish. I'm not opposed to trying it. But with that being said, I know that I prefer the traditional style. This is like when David Cho, like, did his, I forget, it's a, fuck, I forgot what show he had on Netflix, but whatever. And he came to New Orleans, had traditional crawfish, mm-hmm. and then went to Houston. And then I think it was Vietnamese, or maybe it was a different style. But then in the show, he was like shitting on the way Louisianans do crawfish. And it's like, dude, that's not how this works. Right. And so this is like another level of that where it's like, really? You're going to make crawfish ice cream? That sounds fucking disgusting. I don't know. I just, I want no part of that. If I'm eating crawfish, I want to eat actual crawfish. And it's not one of these things where it just like looks like crawfish or yeah. goes with crawfish. There's like little chunks of like sausage and potato in there. <laughs> I did I did some I did some quick research real yeah. fast. According to Food Beast, the ice cream really does contain garlic, butter, and Cajun seasoning, all mixed in with sweet ice cream and real crawfish. No. 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 This just feels so wrong. And the people that run the place are like, it's crawfish season, so it was a no-brainer. For me, it is a no-brainer, absolutely yeah, not. no, I'm staying far away from that. If someone was like, dude, I will pay for it and give it to you. No, it's the principle of the matter. I want nothing to do with this. It doesn't sound appealing whatsoever. If I want crawfish, I will go to a proper boil and I will pay for X amount of pounds. And thank you very much. And this is the kind of place that has other flavors on its menu, like hot Cheetos. It's like the place in New York with all the fucking, oh, look at us. We have mac and cheese ice cream. Fuck mm-hmm. off, man. Spicy Texas chili. Yeah. Barbecue ice cream. Yeah. These fucking. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. This is very upsetting. Can I not have some like, look, if you're going to do a specialty feature ice cream, do a collab with the Girl Scout cookies. Now you know? we're talking. Oh, you my know, God. that sounds great. Yeah. Samoa ice cream. If you want to go like a, a locality kind of thing, yeah. ooh, beignet ice cream, bananas foster ice cream. I know these are all very New Orleans specific, but Houston can do something like that too that isn't yeah. freaking chili. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, um, on an aside, I need to start eating before we do the podcast because I'm so fucking hungry. This is, <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like going to the store when you're hungry. All uh-huh. this food talk, even this food I don't want to even eat. I'm right. like, I'm I'm starving. But separately, all those things sound great, right? Yes, yes, yes. Ice cream crawfish, and chili and crawfish and meatballs. barbecue and meatballs. <laughs> nuggets. Wash it down with a powdered beer from Germany. Right. Drink, a, drink it from Das Boot. Here's the recall for you. Drink it from Das Boot. How about drink it from Das Bread? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> <laughs> That was an actual brain fart that you just heard. (laughs) (laughs) I just forgot math. (laughs) Back to Australia for our last story in the scoop. These crazy kooks. But I love this crazy kook. Yeah. A woman was going to a Bon Iver concert. Nice. Or if you want to. Bon Iver? Bon Iver. (laughs) You guys going to the Bon Iver show? I love the first time that somebody who's never heard of this person reads it out loud and they're like, a collab with Bon Iver. <laughs> Never even heard of him. Nice. This woman is going viral after she posted her video from the Bon Iver concert mm-hmm. this month. Uh, this venue didn't allow you to bring your own drinks, as most venues don't. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. pay for the bar that's yeah. there. Got to pay the troll's toll. But you could bring your own food to this venue. 
I need to know more about this place. Yeah, what the fuck? These, I'm telling you, Australia, it's wild down there. It's right. wild. So she didn't even want to overpay for the drink. She didn't want to wait in line. Uh-huh. And since they allow food, she assumed that security wasn't going to closely check her food. Okay. She brought a bottle of wine stuffed into French bread. Oh, brilliant. And made a TikTok of her pouring glasses of wine from the bread <laughs> during the show. Because they had already spent $200 per ticket and she wanted to save some money. Bon Iver's not cheap. Bon Iver sure isn't. <laughs> and then she took the bread back home when they were done and made garlic bread after the show once she's already drunk on wine and My had a great night. fucking G. This person is like ultimate homie status. Alexandria, our hero. Uh, oh my God. There are people that go viral on TikTok that piss me off because they did so. Yeah, and it's like, like this a is filter the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Dance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is brilliant. The, not all heroes wear capes. This is uh, the case for Alexandria. I mean, this is, in, this is incredible. I mean, the wherewithal. First off, sneaking the booze in, well done. I remember one of my friends, and this is a common thing in New Orleans, when Voodoo Music Festival was still going on at City Park, people would go there like a week in advance and like find a tree and they would bury alcohol by the tree mm-hmm. and then like save it on their phones, like like a marker a for pin, it. Yeah. yeah. So by the time the festival was there, they just go to the tree and dig up their alcohol. <laughs> Honestly, at first I was like, that's a little far. And then when you're there and you order one drink, it's $20. You're like, you know what? Kind of wish I would have like dug a hole for some beer, <laughs> like and just hope that just nobody found my, it first. Yeah, yeah, and just hope that like no one was just digging around trees. But this is like next. I mean, the hiding the booze in the bread is fantastic. But for me, it's the taking it home and making garlic bread with it when the night is over because you're drunk from drinking the wine bread all night. Like, right. like kudos to you. Like that's right. that's really like next level shit. I love that on her way out of the venue, the yeah. security sees her still with that bread, <laughs> but with red teeth. Not so Because it was red wine. Yes. You know yes. the the purple mouth yeah, after purple mouth, like mm-hmm. the tongue, the whole deal. Yeah. Hasn't hasn't paid a dime in, in alcohol and is not sober whatsoever and is mocking you because she's taking videos that are now going viral. And now there's like a little bit of a red spot at the top of the bread yes. from where it poured out and kinda you Yeah. Know. Oh yeah. You know who's <laughs> I wish you can just, you know, cut off and use the rest for your garlic bread. But you know who's not happy? Everyone that's going to a test Bon Iver or goes to this particular venue moving forward mm-hmm. and they don't allow people to bring in food and Anymore, yeah. or they heavily inspect it because this motherfucker went viral, and it's like, wait, people or it specifically wine says like no bread loaf. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> there's a no bread zone. <laughs> Sliced cheese, okay. Or bread just, loaf, no. Or they just get real handsy, like with your food, to where like you're like, I don't even want to eat this now because right. that gloved dickhead just right. like finger banged my fucking sandwich. <laughs> so finger banged finger my bread banged. loaf. Yeah. Just finger banged my turkey and cheese. <laughs> uh, it's like the thing in high school I used to do. I was like, you going to eat that? And then I would put my finger through my Touched friends. It. Yeah. No, I would all the way through. I was like, you going to oh. eat that? And my all the way through. Yeah. I was a fan of that. Oh, you're the worst. It was so fun. Either that or licking other people's food. See, I never did like, that. <sighs> yeah. I was like, are you going to eat that? And then finger all the way through it. Like a hamburger, like right through the center. <laughs> what a psycho. <laughs> This is, I just, look, this is so 
next level. Some basic people would be like, oh, I have a water bottle and it, I promise it's empty. Oh, I bought something off Amazon. Like this seal does a thing. And I did receive a gift once that is a hairbrush where the bottom is actually a cap and it unscrews and it is a hollow mm. bottle. For the alcoholic who also needs to brush her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. For, for festivals. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. a hairbrush and there's a mirror on the back and don't look at the bottom. <laughs> and also don't shake it. You have to fill it up exactly totally full because otherwise that hairbrush is leaking yeah, yeah somebody goes to use it they got like one. no like, it's yeah. leaking but not the leaking but you feel it sloshing oh, yeah. if it's not completely full yeah, no, it has full to be literally yeah so full like you can feel the liquid moving around yeah, yeah. That makes sense. that's hilarious but no back when i would have media passes and i was in the backstage area doing interviews or stuff yes I, i'd get to offer artists like you yeah. want to pull and they're like uh yes yeah. i this was years ago yeah this I would is, love to drink from your hairbrush. Right. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'll drink out of your hairbrush. Most famous hairbrush drinker. Go. Oh, God. Um, it was offered to, but not accepted by the guys of Phoenix. Uh, okay. Nice. But probably but just because they're French. Because, oh, you know, yeah. lost in translation. Yeah, that's She fair. just offered me to sip her hairbrush. I don't think, <laughs> no. I don't think I understand. I don't know what these Americans are doing. Right. Yet, but I, I want right. none of this. No, literally just sip my hairbrush. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good. Shout out Amanda who gave me that as a present years ago. Nice. So um, that's it for the scoop. We did good. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us go. You got a food high and low? I have a high. I don't have a low. Same. God damn it. Twinsies. I'll go first. I just want to get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think yours might be better than mine, though. Oh, yeah. You kind of know mine because I did it yesterday. You just go first then. Oh, I thought you were gonna do something else. What did I do? Clearly, I don't know your life. What did I? What the fuck else would I do? Now I'm like, did I forget something that I did? Okay, uh, go first. Okay, fine. I'm just gonna go. This is a great. This is going great. This is great podcasting. Um, so, uh, dinner last night. I went to the Chloe, and the Chloe is fantastic. It's like a very nice boutique hotel slash restaurant slash bar. I've never slash gone pool. Slash, oh, I was, okay, I was going to say. Oh, sorry. I've never gone to the pool. I've never gone done the pool thing there. Have See, you? we went last year for my birthday, and my parents came in town, and we went, uh, the three of us, to lunch I remember there. when you did that. I do remember that. And <laughs> my dad. That was like one of your three stops on the day. Yeah, yeah. My dad always has to inspect the entire place when we go somewhere. Amazing. Like, he left the table, and we yeah. thought he was going to the bathroom. He's like, yeah, the pool's nice. <laughs> <laughs> wandered off and like went to the pool. <laughs> Why do you have a measuring stick? No, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> also, I feel like this is okay sharing because it's just something that I find extremely adorable. Your dad in certain instances, instead of just like calling some like a place or a thing, will instead drive there to talk to them in person. Yeah. Instead of calling. And yeah. you're like, dude, that's a 30 minute drive. He's like, I'm going to go drive and have I'm a I'm going to go ride out there to see. It's yeah. like, there's a phone. You can just yeah. call them. He's like, I'll be back. Yeah. In like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate dad move. My mom and I Ultimate were just talking move. about that the other day. I think it's awesome. See, I am so much like, can I buy it online in advance and have it ready to pick up? If yeah. not, then I'm not going. Yeah, person of convenience. I'm the same way. Right. Yeah. And it, I think it's just a generational thing. It's definitely a generational thing. But here's the difference. And this is what I realized talking to mom about it. You got to look him in the eyes when you talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in his, I don't want to say in his day, but yeah. in his prior experience, when you'd go to a department store, right, that yeah. would have all these things. Yeah. 
the people there actually knew what the fuck they were talking about and could sell you things and give you a personal experience. At the local Woolworths. Sure. Or, you know, Sears, Sears. that had everything. Yeah. Now if you go to Target and you want to talk to somebody about this coffee maker, they don't know two fucks about it. I get surprised if they know where I can locate something because that's the only question I ever ask. Like, hey, do you know where I can find this? And if they actually tell me the answer, right. I'm surprised by that. I never ask. For I can tell you where things are in Target. I know you can, but, but I never ask for specific product information is what I'm saying. If they have their little device that's like a phone, it's they, called a zebra, by the way. They just scan. If they have their zebra, they can look it up that way. Yeah. If not, you're right. I'm surprised if they can always tell you. Yeah, exactly that's what where, I'm saying. I'm very I'm like, oh, you actually thing. know where things are in the store. That's very impressive. I will right. never ask product. The specific. most product thing that they can probably tell you is like, oh, that's the one that I have in my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. or maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe I have the <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. It's not my department. Yeah. Well, is there someone whose department is coffee makers? Oh, probably not. Mm, probably, I don't know. There's a guy unloading coffee makers right there. So yeah. I had coffee this morning. If that yeah, helps you right. at all. <laughs> There's a Starbucks at the front of the store. Ow. I can spell coffee. Um, there's an H in there somewhere. Yeah. Anyways. But uh, we're not <laughs> used to the luxury of having someone at a store that knows what they're talking yeah, about yeah, to help yeah. you no, with the product. Generational so. thing. And I appreciate the move of your dad being like, I'm going to drive there and talk to them in person. Mm -hmm. um, taking it all back to the Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done the pool. ADHD. Yeah. Um, but no, it was really, really good. And I had the the hamburger, which their cheeseburger is awesome. And my buddy had the hanger steak. And I've never had their hanger steak, but he's a hanger steak guy. Anytime, I am too. Anytime it's on the menu, he's like, I want the hanger steak. Yep. And then I was like, you had that last time. He's like, how do you remember that? I was two years ago. I'm like, because all you do is order hanger steaks. You're a hanger steak guy. Like, you're a hanger steak guy. And he's like, like, am I really? Yeah. Yeah. No, but he knew it. He's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but it was the the smoked pork belly lettuce wraps and the shrimp etouffee dumplings. Those that, are the two things that I had dude, for appetizers. They are both so good. Yeah, they're, they're the best two appetizers. Because I've had a couple of other ones and they're everything there is good. But yeah. these two specifically... The, it's the shrimp etouffee dumplings for me because it has like the chili, mm -hmm. the chili in it um, with like some ginger, I think, too. It's so fucking good. It comes out. There's three in the thing. And they, that's how they fucking get you because they know for the most part people are going there in groups of two. And right. you're going to have to order two because that way it, it all makes it all makes sense. Oh, you didn't do the lady in the tramp to split the last one? <sighs> no, we were being nice. Your, your mouths just, meet yeah, in the middle. I know. Yeah. No, we just... <laughs> Oh my God, I up. made that noise and Theo looked at me. Yeah. He's like, why you make kiss kiss if you don't yeah. want me to come over yeah. here? Don't make kiss kiss, we no play. <laughs> and with that, Theo leaves. And I'm crying. Man, I, I think that's a new record. It took me all the way to the very end of the podcast to snort and cry. Yeah, usually when it happens, it's in the very beginning. <sighs> All right. That means we're doing good. We're ending on a high note. Yeah. All right. But that was my high. I don't really, you know, I don't really have a low. Oh, I mean, I guess I did. I did give in and I ordered like an extra large pizza with stuffed crust. I took a lactate. So, you know, uh, still wrecked me. But, you know, it is what it is. I used to eat pizza every week, like once a week. I would do like pizza Fridays. Mm -hmm. And I haven't done that in so long. And I had like this real, I'm like, I haven't had pizza in forever. And so I decided, fuck it and ordered one. So, yeah. I discovered, and this isn't my high, this is just while we're talking about pizza. Yeah. I think I had been blackballed from Domino's for a minute. I don't know if I ever told you the story of the time that I placed an order and it said like, thanks for ordering, enjoy your pizza, it's been delivered. 
Mm. And I was like, wait, nobody from Domino's ever called me to say like, hey, I'm with Domino's. I'm arriving with your pizza. There was never a knock on the door. There was never the ring of the doorbell. Was I it had an, no pizza. So when you placed the order, though, my question is, did you, did, like, on the app, did you receive, like, an automatic, like, oh, enjoy your pizza? And you're like, wait, I just ordered this. No, I waited, and it uh, said, like, the pizza's on its way, yeah. such and such. And it went through the whole process. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that pizza driver just went home with my pizza, probably quit that night. Some weird, I mean, it's fucking they New were like, There could be a number of things right. that went down. Or they got carjacked, and then the pizzas drove off with the, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but when I called to be like, hey, I don't have my pizza, what's going on? They were like, well, I mean, do you want to buy another pizza? And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> no. And they're like, well, I mean, you can come pick one up. And I'm well, like, what? wait, that's not. No, principal people, principal. And then the next time I tried to place an order through the Domino's app, it was like, sorry, you're out of our delivery area. Oh, you got blackballed. Right. Yeah. Well, I found out the other day, just for curiosity's sake, Mm -hmm. I can order Domino's pizza again. I guess my temporary ban has been lifted. Yeah, that's what happened. You were like shadow banned, but for pizza. Right. In the meantime, I became a Papa John's girl. Yeah. Welcome to the Papa John's life, by the way. It's a pretty sweet life. I'm just saying. Now that actual Papa John is not associated with the company yeah, anymore. Shaq. Fine. Who yeah. doesn't love Shaq? Right. He's awesome. What is Shaq-tastic. his DJ name? I think it's DJ. I think it's Diesel. DJ Diesel. Yeah. That's it. That's right. God, he's so awesome. I saw him and, and his friends, I guess. I don't know who they are, like fucking throwing down to Fallout Boy in a kitchen the oh, other night yes. on Instagram. Great video. Like, <laughs> I think it's like his son, like all their friends. And he's just yeah. like dancing on the countertops yeah. like losing their yeah, minds like losing their minds he's got like his shirt he's like doing like the pd pablo wave around your head like, like a, helicopter. a helicopter yeah, yeah. fucking great that, no yeah. one's gonna appreciate that reference unless you're at least in your mid-30s right. <laughs> but look i think our listenership probably is if they're going out to try the hard seltzer sunny d i yeah, yeah i wouldn't i would certainly hope so all right you're uh high speaking of being in our mid-30s yeah. one of our icons uh the high of my food week i was invited to be a guest at the britney spears let me say, put some respect on her name. The Britney Spears drag brunch at Sidecar. Here I saw in a Orleans. number of people at that thing, and I was like, "Well, there were two seatings." Oh, so I was at the second. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the performance space is the courtyard that's not completely covered, but there are the what do they call them? The sail things, yeah. the sails, I, yeah. and then there's umbrellas over the tables and stuff. But there's still a little bit of exposure. Yeah, and it rained a little bit on each of the shows. I mean, so it was oh. this subtropical yeah. Sunday afternoon yeah. when you're in full makeup, costumes, wigs, yes, getting wet in them twice. Yeah. And that means the second time the performers had to put the wet wigs back on. <laughs> oh no. So I respect them so much, but, um, the two performers were incredible. Yeah. The, the food was as always amazing yeah. at sidecar, uh, got, Char-grilled oysters and a wedge salad that was so mm. much bigger and more delicious than I was even expecting. I love when I order a wedge salad; it comes out like a fucking like a soccer ball. I'm mm-hmm. Like this is this is a lot. And I'm they were pumped. generous with the blue cheese. Yeah, and the pickled onions were delicious. It was just so so good. I got the tequila cocktail that I never remember the name of, but it's always amazing with that big old hunk. Yeah, I know what you're talking cube about. It. Yeah, God, mother f. Yeah. So highly recommend mm-hmm. for all aspects yeah. of that brunch. 
Yeah. Everything that I saw that everybody ordered around me looked really good, too. Everyone's in a great mood. It's Britney Spears' drag brunch. Right. Yeah. Music, performance, everything yeah. was great. Eating, drinking, being entertained. Yes. Britney Spears. They're going to do another one uh, April 16th, I want to say, if that's nice. the Sunday. Nice. That sounds right. Okay. So that's my high. I don't think I have a low. Yeah. You know, we're just living a good life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain, and uh, even if I did, nobody wants to hear about it. <laughs> I had a boss Bob. that used to say that shit once. Oh, my God. Like Meaning like, I had the boss like once. Stepdad used to say shit He'd like say that. it all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was like definitely a catchphrase. Like, do we get it? His name was Chuck. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> yeah, Chuck would say some shit like that. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Chuck. Because then, like, if he asks you, like, what's going on, if you say anything that's slightly negative, then he answers with, I could complain, but nobody wants to hear it. And I'm like, all right. It's like, well, all then- right, Chuck. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'll just never speak to you yeah, again. I'll never be a person around you because right, that, right. that's inconvenient for Nobody you. Nobody wants Chuck. to hear it, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck. I'll chuck that story out of here. <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Uh, you can always find us on social media at PTE Pod. If you could like, share, rate, review, whatever it is you can do to help spread the word on your podcast platform of choice, we appreciate it. And we look forward to spending some time with you again next week. Come back for seconds. 